You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. And now, here's the real deal. We have a mission to further the noble cause of intergalactic peace. There's no point in doing a show like this unless you're going to talk about personal things. I'm not really going to get into the details of anything. Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. It's the Outlaw Dave Showcase featuring local musicians. Welcome to another exciting edition of the Outlaw Dave Show. Case each and every Saturday right here on KPRC Radio. We record these shows bi-monthly live in front of an audience at the House of Blues downstairs in the restaurant grill on the Voodoo stage each and every week. On the air, musicians, songwriters, interpretive dancers, mimes. Okay, maybe not the mimes part. Uh, an exciting show for you tonight. And first up, we want to welcome to the program another one of the bonfire TX uh, performers is Jim Gill, uh, who came down. Oh, you brought what did you bring? Like a rack full of stringed instruments? Just uh, three: banjo, banjolele, and a guitar. Now, what is a banjolele? That's a banjo ukulele, the banjo head with a ukulele neck. Now, is this some sort of iteration that you invented, or is this... Uh... No, no, it's been around since the 20s or the 30s. All right, well, I'm... In those string bands, they needed more volume, and right. they weren't mic'd, so it was that. But I took another banjolele that I have and made a five-string banjolele out of it, so it's like playing open C. It's a miniature... Right. Yeah, so I stuck a fifth peg in there, so I got... Two kinds of banjoleles. My viola teacher uh-huh. told me to go home. I was wasting my parents' money and her time. So yeah. I am uh, I am the quintessential fan in that uh, I don't know anything about music, uh, but I know that I like it. You know what you like. I do know what I like. Um, so tell me your pedigree. Uh, Jim, I'm assuming uh, since you're inventing instruments, you've been doing this for a little while. Uh, yeah, since I was 20, and I'm now 68. So you got that going for you. Yeah. Uh do you have music available on the digital platforms like CD Baby, SoundCloud, iTunes? I have them in my trunk. <laughs> well, I, I do have it on Reverb Nation. I have a okay, page right. there, jimgill.org, O-R-G. Uh, are, you, are you from in and around the Texas area? A native Houstonian. Good. Uh, Where would you go to high school? Waltrip. Oh, there you go. And Reagan, which is now Heights. Yeah, I, I, I talked to somebody uh, the other the other day that told me that. I go, well, the girl who opened is, goes to Heights High. So I go, Ronald Reagan was not. No, how, John H. Reagan. That's what she said. She goes, no, it wasn't Ronald Reagan Day. Right, right. I go, well, I know he was old, but I didn't yeah. think he was part of the competitor. She said, no, it was it was somebody else, and they, yeah, they adjusted John H., it. Yeah. The, but they're still the Bulldogs. Oh, they're, all right. They kept the Bulldogs. Uh, Waltrip, that was a uh, home of, uh, uh, yes, the Buddy Rams. Swayze. Yes, 
Yeah. Uh, I was in West Side Story with Buddy Swayze. Really? Yeah, he was Tony, and I was the dance director. Really? Yeah. Man, look at you. Yeah, look at me. So, uh, so you're... I was also a jet. <laughs> Once you're a jet, <laughs> yeah. from your last cigarette to your... Dying day. The dying day. Um, all right. So, uh, what is your what is your genre of music? What is your milieu that you populate? Well, I think they're trying to figure that out. <laughs> but it's, uh, been playing. You know, I started with the folk music and country, and do a little bluegrass and a little um, little blues, and just what I don't, you probably weren't listening to me when I was playing, but. Uh, Oh, well, yeah. so uh, this interview is going to air prior to your... I saw you during soundcheck, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, it, it seemed like uh, not only did you switch uh, with ease from your different stringed instruments, uh, but your your repartee uh, in between songs uh, as you engage the audience was uh, it was delightful. Uh, well, uh, I'm a pastor, so I'm a pastor trapped in a musician's body, so... Uh, so do, do, you, do you play the banjolele uh, yes. during service? Yeah, well, with the kids. You whip it out from underneath your frock? No, I don't put it under there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now, do you, are you actively uh, ministering? I, I retired after 40 years as a Presbyterian, and 20 days later the Lutherans called and asked me would I do an interim in Dickinson. So I live in Jersey Village. But I go down to Dickinson three days a week and Sundays. It's a long way to carry water for the Lord. Yes. Well, he's got it there already. I'm just <laughs> I'm plugging into what's there. Dancing for tips. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, your musical style is folk, uh, bluegrass. Uh, yeah. But then, I mean, some of it reminded me kind of John Prine. Uh, yeah. Because you're, you're. Basically, qu- all the guys that can't sing, I sound like. <laughs> In fact, my number one hit on KXYZ when it was a Christian station. I was, remember it well. I'm not just another pretty voice. That was my Dixieland song. And I wrote that in response to the first album that came out. They said, why can't you get a guy that sings? And so, I, <laughs> so I said, okay, not just another pretty voice. So you've seen a lot. And I'm not saying you've seen it all, but you've seen a lot. Uh, and we live in what people now say are harrowing times yes um and you minister to the to the young uh, as well as the old what do you say to people today when they go my god pastor jim i don't know what to make of the world that we're being handed well i think we have a hand in it yeah you know that we're called to be caretakers of Uh the world and to be good stewards of the earth and to be neighbors to the stranger, to welcome the stranger. Yeah. You know, uh, we were all once immigrants. And unless you're a Native American, you're an immigrant or, an, or a descendant of one. But there are people that are espousing a certain eschatology, uh, whether it's uh, ideologically and religious-based or just with that sort of doomsayer. Um, and I'm old enough to remember that people have been talking about the end times my whole yeah, life. Right. And it hasn't happened yet. And right. I'm not saying that it's not going to happen. But, but what do you say to young people like, when, when you've, got, you've got this one politician? And I'm not trying to make it about politics. But they said, in good conscience, how can we bring children into this world? And hasn't the world always seemed to be hanging in the balance Sure, sure, yeah. And I if mean, you they d- were saying the same things in Jesus' time and 
Buddha's time and Muhammad's time that uh, everything's bad except for me. Listen to me. Right. Know? I mean, it, it's not like we could achieve uh, heaven on earth, but as, as long as we keep aspiring for it, uh, then we're getting a step closer, right? Well, uh, Brad Paisley has a song that says you don't have to die to, to go to hell, that <laughs> hell is here. Oh, yeah. And heaven is here. And so my goal is to live into heaven now. In the end times, it says that the heaven is descending upon the earth. So it's just going to redeem where we are. It's not going to go somewhere else. And what we do now brings it here. And that is one of the, the, the confusions about at least Christian eschatology is that the shopkeeper's millennium is the thousand-year reign after the end. Uh, and, yeah. and, and he's like, oh, I'm not sure that's a good nah. I'm a, I'm a pan-millennialist. What's that? I'll pan out in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as we're not uh, on the corner uh, panhandling. Uh, well, see, I was uh, a bachelor till the Rapture Club <laughs> back in 73, but in 76 I met my wife, and so I quit the club and I've been trying to do my best to make a difference here on earth now. Amen to that. We've been, we've been married uh 43 years now. So you got that going for you. Got that going for me, yeah. So coming up next on the Voodoo stage, uh, and also available on Reverb Nation, but when you hear what you love and you love what you hear, make sure you join us uh, October 5th uh, out at Bonfire TX, uh, an annual charity benefit, uh, helping those that can't help themselves. I'm talking about God's creatures. Yes. Coming up next, Jim Gill on the Voodoo stage. I thought he had a shot glass up here. You know, all that tree mold and algae that's been blooming because we got finally got some rain? They say that the medicinal properties of the agave plant not only is an anti-inflammatory, uh, but it's an antihistamine. There are people that attest to tequila therapy to battle their allergies each and every I don't know if it's uh, like you could use a doctor's note to say, it's okay, I got allergies, that's why I smell like tequila coming back from your lunch break. But maybe Google it. Check it out. Uh, this young man has been uh, waiting uh, to get up on stage to entreat us. Uh, he's another one of the performers at Bonfire Texas coming up October the 5th, an annual event that raises money uh, for animal rescue charities. Uh, just a great cause. Look up and find more information at Bonfire TX. Bonfire TX. Without any further ado, not drinking tequila on stage, Mr. Jim Gill. Well, this uh, festival is about rescuing, rescues. And so I wrote this little song. It's dedicated to the lady of the house, the little lady of the house. Well, she's always glad to see me, no matter where I've been. And seeing her glad to see me makes me glad. When I see her so glad to see me, no matter where I've been, makes my day seem not so bad. I want to live up to her expectations, want to be the kind of man she thinks I am, want to be worthy of her adoration. She's a good girl and she's man's best friend, man's best friend, oh, man's best friend, oh. She's a good girl, she's man's best friend. Oh, man's best friend, man's best friend. Oh, she's a good girl, and she's man's best friend. 
Okay. Now this is the howl along. Oh, oh, oh. Her tail has a tail. It's a telltale sign. And the tail that her telltale tells is she'll give her best love to only males. She's a gal's best friend. A gal's best friend. She's a good girl. She's a gal's best friend. She's a gal's best friend. A gal's best friend. She's a good girl. And she's a gal's best friend. Her love is unconditional, but her attention span is short. Squirrel! She's our best friend, our best friend. She's a good girl, and she's our best friend. She's our best friend, our best friend. She's a good girl, and she's our best friend. I love to see that doggy in the window, just waiting for us to come home. Since this is the house of blues, I thought I'd do a little blues. I woke up this morning. I was feeling quite perturbed. I woke up this morning. I was feeling quite perturbed My puppy ate my Bible She's got a hunger for the word So this is a little song So I'm keeping the dog theme going You see my shirt? A friend of mine is a blind stand-up comedian, and he gave this to me. So thank you, John Jackshaw. So now I need my glasses. My dog up and left me and my girl followed suit Lost my job and my apartment to boot But the loss that really sucked I got left dumped by my self-driving truck I got dumped by my self-driving truck I got dumped by my self-driving truck All alone on the side of the road I got dumped by my self-driving truck My cell phone was on the front seat 
So there's no calling Uber for me. Made me cry and say, what the luck? I got dumped by my self-driving truck. I got dumped by my self-driving truck. I got dumped by my self-driving truck. All alone on the side of the road. I got dumped by my self-driving truck. I lost hope and I lost faith. I lost everything but weight. What's that I see? Is she backing up for me? Gals like a shotgun in a new dress Waving my pink slip torn to shreds My puppy just had puppies, and Rotary voted me president, but all of my get up and go has got up and went. The kids all need braces, and the car, it's in the shop, and I guess I'll have to call the plumber to get this sink unstopped. Still, I'm doing okay under the circumstances. Then the Lord says, what are you doing under there? Rise above it, rise above it. Got no business being under there. Rise above it, rise above it. Under the circumstances is no place for you. Well, puppies make kids happy, and braces help them smile, and it's nice to be voted to be the leader for a while, and all of my get up and go come back when I remember all the blessings I've been given makes me even glad to see the plumber and the auto mechanic and the orthodontist and the nominating committee. Rise above it. Rise above it. You got no Ben S. being under there. Rise above it. Rise above it. Under the circumstances is no place for you. Try it with me. Rise above it. Rise above it. I got no business being under there. Rise above it. Rise above it. If the Apostle Paul could sing in prison in stocks and bonds that earn no dividend, under the circumstances is no place for you. All right, this is about me being a dinosaur when it comes to social media and all of that. Uh, my kids are natives. They grew up on it, but I'm still kind of trying to catch up. So this is uh, dedicated to our commander in tweet. You know, uh, 
Twitter used to only be 120 characters, but to accommodate him, we had to expand it to 280. So there's this newfangled YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Snapchat and classmates.com. There's Instagram and Flickr. Facebook and Vines can make real life seem so humdrum. But 280 characters at a time ain't as good as words with friends face to face. And I'd rather be looking in your actual eyes than be staring into them in cyberspace. I'd rather take time to spend time with real friends in real time, up close and personal, than be virtually alone. I'd rather meet you at Starbucks than see pictures of your breakfast or have you follow me like a cyber chaperone. Cause I think loving my neighbor as myself involves more than I can do online. And sharing's more than clicking on someone else's post. I'd rather chat in a real room in real time. Now you might think that I'm anti-social media. But I got my own priorities. Cause I'd rather hug someone in person than to poke them by punching a key. I'd rather take time to spend time with real friends in real time up close and personal than be virtually alone. I'd rather meet you at Starbucks than see pictures of your breakfast or have you follow me like a cyber chaperone. Cause I think loving my neighbor as myself involves more than I can do online and sharing's more than clicking on someone else's post. I'd rather chat in a real room like this one in real time. If you only tweet by and by, you'll only meet on a virtual shore. If you only tweet by and by, you'll only meet on a virtual shore. If you only tweet by and by, you'll only meet on a virtual shore. If you only tweet by and by, you'll only meet on a virtual shore. Well, this is the House of Blues, so I'm going to do a blues song. My, uh, my day job is being a pastor of the Faith Lutheran Church in Dickinson, Texas. I retired after 40 years as a Presbyterian, and it lasted 20 days, and now I'm a Lutheran uh, doing a part-time gig down there helping in 
But the great thing about retirement is, is I get to play places like this. This is awesome. Give yourselves a hand for sticking with it so far. Charles Bryant is really great. You're really going to love him. But until then, I got more time. So this song is called Close-Minded. She loved to show her polo. She praises God for her Izod. Her Calvin Klein's fit so fine. But there's more to life than what you got to put on your body. She's close-minded. She's close-minded. C-L-O-T-H-E-S. Minded. He loves his Tony Llamas. I mean, his republics. His boots, his belt spells out his name. Back pockets dig out from what he stick in his mouth. And every day he looking the same. Ah, he's closed minded. He's closed minded. C-L-O-T-H-E-S, minded. She got her a little black dress. And she got her some six-inch heels. She got a perfect purse to match. Look how she's coming in. She's dressed to kill. She's close-minded. She's close-minded. Spell it with me. C-L-O-T-H-E-S. Minded. His suits are all hand-tailored. Every tie has got that little C-M. He says that it stands for Countess Mara. But we all know what it stands for. It stands for... Minded, yeah, you got it for close minded. C L O T H E S minded. Consider the lily, don't gild it. Consider the body and who built it. Won't be anxious about what you put on. One day this old body we clothe will be gone. Put on a new one that will never wear out. Won't need no pockets to carry our clout. So don't you mind that demon Marcus Mailer. And let Jesus be your Lord and Taylor. This is a true story I made up. Jesus waited on me when I took the wrong light bulb back. 
I knew it was him because his name was written on his orange apron in black. Yes, Jesus was in Home Depot, and it took me by surprise. What was he doing out from under his steeple? Right here before my eyes. Jesus waited on me. Jesus is waiting on me. Jesus waited on me when he asked which I would prefer to bag my groceries in plastic or paper. Well, Jesus was in H-E-B and it took me by surprise. What is it right here in this grocery? Right here before my eyes. Jesus waited on me. Jesus is waiting on me. Many miles away, a child is saved by my spare change. Has a school to attend, cause I choose to spend some of my spare change on him. Jesus is in El Salvador, and the child waiting on me to lift in prayer and send my support. Jesus is waiting. Jesus está esperando. Jesus me está esperando in El Salvador because Jesus waited on me in Home Depot and H-E-B. Thank you. All right, I, I wrote this song with George Carlin <clears throat> posthumously. The song Blowing in the Wind asks nine questions. This one asks 99. Why do we park on driveways, drive on parkways, and pay tolls on freeways? Why do we sing, take me out to the ball game when we're already there? Why do they call it chilly if it's hot? Why is a boxing ring square? Why don't sheep shrink in the rain? Why do psychics have to ask for your name? Why, why, why? Why, why? Why, why, why? Doesn't Tarzan have a beard?
Why aren't there any guilty bystanders? Why do kamikaze pilots wear helmets? Why do they call them self-help groups? Why is it instant credit instead of instant debt? Why is lemon made with juice made with artificial flavors? Lemon pledge made with real lemons. Why would you ever want to get on a nonstop flight? Why do they put Braille on the drive through ATM? Why, why, why? Why, 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 why? Why, 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 Hawaii have interstate. Why kill people for killing people? To show that killing is wrong. Why did I think I could take Carlin's questions and write a song? Why, 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 a beer oh. <laughs> he's a he's a few fries shy of a happy meal not the sharpest tool in the shed. Couldn't pour water from a boot with instructions on the heel. His sweater is short, a few threads. Got a penny for his thoughts, you'd get chained. Missing a few clicks on his remote. Only has one oar in the water. He's a few bricks shy of a load. The loving's not rocket science. You don't need no PhD. So glad loving's not rocket science. Don't need to be a genius to act lovingly. Oh, well, she's knitting with only one needle. She's gone a few shades beyond blonde. A few twists short of a slinky. She'd lose a debate with a doorknob. Her driveway don't quite reach the road. She's a bubble off plum, but what the heck? The light's on, 
but nobody's home. She ain't playing with a full deck, but loving's not rocket science. You don't need no PhD. I'm glad loving's not rocket science. Don't need to be a genius to act lovingly. Yet in the middle of this land of a put down, from politics to third grade recess. Well, as for me, I'm gonna put my foot down and start showing a lot of loving kindness. I might not be the smartest guy in the room, may not know how best to dish the dirt, but I'm smart enough to know that sticks and stones and cruel words can bring a world of hurt. That's why it's not rocket science. You don't need no PhD. I'm glad loving's not rocket science. Don't need to be a genius. Act loving You don't need to be in Mensa To act lovingly Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And uh, don't go away because Charles Bryant is coming up next and you're going to love Give it up again for Jim Gill, ladies and gentlemen. Say, Jim Gill! Going to be at Bonfire, Texas. Bonfire TX coming up on October the 5th. Uh, the souvenir shop is still open, and I think desserts is definitely on the menu tonight. Stay close. We'll be right back. We're sitting here with Charles Bryan, uh, another one of the Bonfire, Texas artists. Uh, Going to be featured coming up on October the 5th out of the Steve Dupert Ranch for Children and Animals. Now, i got to ask you, uh, Mr. Bryant, are you going to be performing in the acoustic showcase uh, in the chapel, the restored chapel, or are you going to be uh, out there with Jesse Robb? I'll be in the chapel, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm, I'm a solo artist. Because it may still be warm, and you don't want to be stuck out there on that stage next to that big fire, you know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I, I could stand the lose some weight. So. <laughs> All right, tell me your pedigree. Uh, Charles, uh, do you have music out currently available for digital download? Yes, sir, I do. Um, com is the best way to find me. And uh, we've got three albums and working on the fourth one right now. All right. Uh, are you working on it yourself, or are you going to one of those old school, what do they call them, the places where they had an engineer and a room and everything? Yeah, it's it's kind of like that. A Dave. recording studio. Yeah. It, well, it's kind of a faux studio. A guy named Matt Hubbard, uh, you you know Edie Raquel in New Bohemians. Yes. Matt is the keyboardist. And uh, I got to open for a young lady named Siobhan O'Brien up in Dallas, and Matt was playing oh. keys, and I think it was John Bush, the drummer for Edie, she w- he was playing drums. So anyhow, serendipitously, Matt gave me a card, and uh, been, so I've been going to Austin working with him. You know, um, every once in a while I'll hear um, one of her songs, and the lyrical, um, uh, the smile. Yeah. The, the, I, I, li- I, like, I like the words that she chose and the reflections of mankind that exactly. she did. Exactly. It's like an earworm, that one, what, what I am. Is, yeah. Yeah. Religion is a, yeah. a, is a dog that smiles. Yeah. Or, no, God is a dog that smiles. Religion is on the cereal box. Exactly. I'm like, you know what? All of a sudden, 20 years later, I got I that. I got exactly. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, all right, so you got uh, three albums out already available on the digital platforms. Yes, uh, and uh, this new album that you're working on, 
is it a, a progression of what you've been doing, or is it a? Is yeah, it- I've got an unusual story, David. Um, the the long and short of I'm an agoraphobic. I I started playing when I was 18. All they gave me back in the day was something called Xanax. That was, that wasn't a good drug. And uh, when I started dating my wife Kathy, she I'd always wanted to play. I saw a guy named Glenn Campbell, and I I I wanted to do one or two things: either play baseball or or be like Glenn Campbell and. Uh, him and John Hartford were my first real influences, Good. I suppose. And but I never, you know, back in the day, I I was raised, I was born and raised in Pasadena and lived a short while in, in Deer Park, and I never knew anybody that played. And we didn't have the internet, so until I met my wife, I didn't really um, know. And then she she taught me what they call the cowboy chords. And the first day I picked up the guitar, I wrote a song and. So, long story, a little short, that became my therapy because Xanax wasn't a good drug for me. No, anything other than drugs, we always say, yeah, is a so. better course of action. Uh, you know, as a libertarian and as yeah. a, a victim of hedonism, what you do recreationally, that's your own business. Yeah. But, but as far as therapy or, or, or addressing symptoms, yeah. we always feel that you, know, you start with exercise, water, uh, sleep. And then yes. you need some sort of outlet, uh, whether it's uh, running or knitting or playing music exactly. or just noodling around. on the, You say the, the cowboy chords. What are the cowboy chords? Well, they, that's what the – I don't know where that came from. It is the simple – what they call the open chords down on the far end of the neck before you get into the fancier jazz, jazz right, type of chords right. or inversions and things like that. And I'm not a real um, knowledgeable theory guy. I am just, uh, just picked it up. I was real fortunate. Just picked it up and – was able to take to it pretty quickly good for you uh and it's cathartic for you it's very it's very cathartic sounds like a woman in music saved your life yeah i i never played other than i played in the nursing home ministry in my 30s but i got sick with a blood clotting disorder I had clots throughout my body and my uh wife i was in st john's fighting for my life and i was 50 I, we got five kids and i didn't want to take I had a slew of songs I didn't want to take to the grave. And, uh, <laughs> There's your inspiration. So, yeah. Motivation. Hold on. She brought me this book called Man's Search for Meaning by a Jewish psychiatrist named Viktor Frankl. He'd, he'd been in the Holocaust in five different concentration camps, including Auschwitz. And uh, Dave, I had like a Damascus Road experience in that bed. I said, Lord, if I live, I will do something to music. And if I don't live, I'm ready to go. Because if I felt vicariously like... I, who am I to get to live when you when you're experiencing viscerally from this book? Yeah. You know? And so I lived, and I, I still didn't get on stage. I did it. <laughs> I did my first CD, and I sold five copies, David, in in 13 months. And finally, I said I got to do it. So I played a place here in Houston called the Mucky Duck. Yeah, yeah. In uh, 2000. That's a, that's a great room, too. Great room. Right. Great room. So been right. steady on the horse. I've probably written 50 to 60 songs in the last seven years good for you when's the new album coming up well we're shooting we were no we, hard date just when what are you shooting we're for? shooting for probably january february next yeah. next year and people can find your your additional uh, already released body of work uh charles bryant yes sir charles bryant the last one dave was called kiss the sun it got knock on wood it got one of the albums of the year for 2017 uh with texas music magazine so I, congratulations well thank you it, uh, that was another serendipitous thing. I was playing a rock club of all things because I'm really not a rock artist. And a, a gentleman living here on a green card from Scotland named Brent Garden heard yep. me and liked me. And he's the one that ponied up. Without Brent, it wouldn't have started. He ponied, and maybe because I was playing house money, I wasn't rushing because usually when I'm playing on my own yeah, money, it's like I'm my dime, my time. Yes. And I and I heard him, Dave. And I said, "Dang, these are pretty darn good, you know, for me." 
And so it started in that in a sp- in auspicious way, and we just we added the bells and whistles. We got James Wilhite, one of the finest guitarists in the world. Hello, James Wilhite. And we got our, uh, JCRX and Roger Taz on bass. And, Hell yeah. And uh, Isaiah Gill, who's playing with Black Flag now as their drummer. Yes. He's playing drums. So it's, it's just a cornucopia of talent from right here in Houston. So I'm real proud of, of that album. Oh, lovable shoeshine boy, Charles Bryan. Humble and lovable. All uh-huh. right. So uh, a new album coming up before, uh, right after the first of the year, uh, ostensibly. Um, if you like what you hear tonight on the program, make sure you come out to Bonfire, Texas. It's coming up October the 5th out of the Stevens Brook Ranch for Children and Animals, raising just a bunch of money for a bunch of great charities. It's going to be a great day. Uh, it's all day into the night, barbecue, beverages, and eventually, obviously, a bonfire. But right now, getting ready to take the voodoo stage, Mr. Charles Bryant. Thank you, Dan. Well, good evening, House of Blues. I hope you've been enjoying your evening. I hope everybody got a chance to get desserts, maybe swing by the souvenir shop. A lot of great shows coming up here in the fall. More information available on the website, hob.com, or on Facebook, House of Blues forward slash Houston. They have four rooms here at the House of Blues, the Bronze Peacock, the Foundation Room, the Main Auditorium, and then downstairs, we call this the Voodoo Stage. We've had the pleasure of having a lot of great performers out here this evening. We're always here on the second and fourth Wednesday of every month. You can hear this program every Saturday night at 9 p.m. on Houston's oldest radio station, KPRC. But coming up next is uh, a performer who will be featured at the upcoming Bonfire TX performance. I stepped on your, I stepped, I stepped on your sheet. I'm sorry, Mr. Bryant. Now he's stepping on my shoe. He's like, get up my stage, boy. Give it up for Charles Bryant, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you, Dave. Give it up for Outlaw Dave. say there's a right way and a wrong way to aging But I'll be damned if I found an answer for the first When it comes to screwing up one's mind and body I got a PhD in making myself hurt I'm feeling bones I'd have never known even existed Bearing pains might bring an elephant to its knees Every day another battle for existence Well, every night a prayer tomorrow might find some peace Some folks live for fame and fortune That they can't take to the grave Some sit and wait for heaven Just like the God it made Just like the God it made
Sometimes I think this whole damn world is broken There's just something in all of us ain't right Swallowing pills and promises Empty as Fort Knox While hiding skeletons We pray don't see the light Like the blind leading the blind We march in legion Convinced we bear the will of Jesus Christ With our crown of thorns Impaled into our foreheads It's with a righteous indignation That we fight Some folks live for fame and fortune can't ever have enough Some sit and wait for heaven Like pigs in a trough Like pigs in a But I'll be damned if I found an answer for the first. William's got another cancer. Mama's pressure's running high Daddy's taking too much pain, man Bill is barely getting by And he's lost another finger Paul is hanging by a thread Kenny's falling off the wagon Tom don't want to leave his bed Sure he's gonna make it Christy ain't coming back Mark keeps leaving blood in the toilet Kay still needs a heart transplant Preacher on the TV smiling Says God will give me all I want Preacher on the TV crying Without me, he'll soon be broke. Without me, he'll soon be broke. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Those those last two are uh, new new songs. We're working on a new album right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play you a song I wrote in homage. Have you ever heard of a gentleman named Billy Joe Shaver? It's a, When I started listening to Billy Joe, I found that he lost his wife, his mother, and his son all in a one-year span. And uh, I just uh, fell in love with this th- that man. And uh, so I just thought, well, I, how can I write a song in homage to Billy Joe? And uh, so if you're if you're familiar with Billy Joe and of course Akana and Fast Train to Georgia and some of the songs, you'll get it. If you don't get it, you need to listen to Billy Joe to get it. Hey, Richard, I'll take that tequila now if you don't mind. Well, it was a farmer on Corsicana Way. Third grade educated, he raised cotton, corn, and hay. God-fearing man with a shotgun by his side. It was tooth for tooth, it was eye for eye. Then up from Houston come a crooked lawyer man with his alligator boots and a briefcase in his hand. Said Joe Willie, I wish you wasn't sold, but I'm here to take your land, son. I'm afraid you got to go. Oh, Joe said, lawyer, I think it best you leave, for I'm about to shoot you, friend. This you best believe. Joe Willie grabbed his shotgun and he stuck it up his nose. Said, I told you once, you son of a bitch, you'd best be moving on. That old lawyer, he was sneaky as he dusted off his suit. He had a pistol in his vest and another in his boot. He said, you win, Joe, as he walked to his Cadillac. And he pulled a danger and aimed it at Joe's back. Well, just behind the screen door with a pistol in her hand, Joe Willis' wife, Bessie, stood there taking it all in. Poor lawyer pulled his trigger. Bessie fired first Then she slid her pistol back inside of her purse 
Some say it never happened, oh, some swear it did so. Some say that lawyer's living high down in Mexico. Well, it could be a legend, folks, but just I'm telling you. Joe Willie drives a Cadillac and wears alligator boots. It could be a legend, folks, but this I know is true. Joe Willie drives a Cadillac and wears alligator boots. I always, I always want to say thank you very much right there. Y'all remember, uh, y'all are too young to remember that. Andy Coffin. So I don't, I don't just play happy songs. I play, uh, <laughs> have you, and you got any claustrophobics in the house tonight? I'm an, I'm an agoraphobic and a claustrophobic, which basically means I'm afraid to be inside or outside. I had to have an MRI done at Ben Tom. And I, my, I found clots in my legs and my lungs, and they wanted to roll out clots in my brain, Dave. And uh, I just was hoping they'd find a brain. That was my biggest fear. <laughs> but, uh, but the guy says, and I'd waited three months. My wife got me on this thing called a go card. And I'm very thankful. I don't want to come off as not being thankful, but I waited three months. And, uh, I just knew pragmatically speaking, if I, if I blow a head gasket, they're going to kick me out and I'm going to wait for three more months. And I want to know if I got one of these dang things in my head. So anyhow, I, I, Dave, I got more religious in that 20 minutes than I, in my entire 57 years combined. And, uh, so this is a joke. This is a song, me picking on me. If you've ever heard of the, there's no atheist in a foxhole. I don't think there's any atheists in a, a MRI, at least not claustrophobic atheists. And uh, so this is me picking on me. This is called uh, the MRI song, or I Met Jesus in the MRI Machine. He said, son, this won't hurt one little bit. You'll be in and out in about 20 minutes. We're going to strap you down. We're going to slide you in. We'll see you on the other side. My friend, just do your best. Just do the best you can. Two minutes in, and I begin to sweat. That's two minutes down, just 18 more to get. And I'll be danged and I'll be damned. I was going to decide to sing again as so I settled down. I tried to settle in. I met Jesus in an MRI machine. Help me if you know it. When I couldn't move and I couldn't hardly breathe, I thought I was a badass. Turns out I was deceived. I met Jesus in an MRI machine. Seven minutes in, my knees began to shake. My lips did quiver and my heart did palpitate. But that was seven down, 13 to go. They'd slide me out and I could hit the road and I could stay on this side of the pearly gates. I met Jesus in an MRI machine. When I couldn't move and I couldn't hardly breathe, I thought I was a badass. I was terribly deceived. I met Jesus in an MRI machine.
Well, I wish that I could say religion stuck But as soon as they slid me out, the jig was up I had a drink, snuck a peek Said some words that I shouldn't speak And I found myself right back where I'd begun Yep, they slid me out and I backslid Right back to my wickedness again But the truth of the matter is I'm still alive And if I'm ever in a bind again I wouldn't hesitate to call my friend Say if he wouldn't come bail me out I won a more time Let's go to church Make Jesus in an MRI machine When I couldn't move and I couldn't hardly breathe I thought I was a badass Turns out I was deceived Met Jesus in an MRI machine Yeah, I thought I was a badass I was greatly deceived Met Jesus in an MRI machine Dave, you know Mother Teresa, <laughs> and even Gandhi too. Oh, they'd be so proud of all the praying that I just do. I met Jesus. Never machine. Thank you, guys. Uh, when I was, uh, before I was rich and famous, I was in a nursing home ministry in my 30s. This is good tequila, Richard. I think you gave me better tequila than I paid for it. I appreciate it. I wouldn't even mind having one more f- for the road. Um, but it, when I, when I, in all seriousness, when I started playing uh, in public, I wanted to uh, pay homage to that time. Uh, that was good. That's not the sexiest thing for a 36-year-old to be playing nursing homes. But I'm so thankful because I think, generally speaking, we tend to whistle past the graveyard when we're young, you know. And uh, if, you, if you use a little bit of logical prag- pragmatism, you realize if I live long enough, that's going to be me. And... Uh, so I, anyhow, I wrote this song in homage to those folks in, that, in those days. This is called The Nursing Home. I'm going to try to preface it with a bookends. I screwed this up the other day, but I hopefully I won't do it tonight.
goes to my good friend Roger Dawson. We lost a couple weeks ago. Great singer songwriter. I love you, Roger. opens up her eyes and she stares up from her bed, disappointed that the Lord hasn't taken her home yet. She'll dream of days gone by and she'll long for days to come, when she'll be with those she's lost, when she'll be with those she's loved. And Travis will say good morning. How are you, Miss Jones? With loving eyes, she'll say I'm fine, though she'd rather be alone. I say, here's a cup of coffee and here's your oatmeal. The dog will be in some time today to ask you how you feel. And she'll slide down to a wheelchair and she'll make it to the hall. Or Stanley be there sitting as a talking to the wall. So pass Beatrice and Emily, Thomas from the war. So try not to make eye contact as she hurries down the floor. For Beatrice is a crier. Emily has Alzheimer's and Thomas will go on for hours about Stalin and Hitler. She'll make it to the nurse's desk and they'll hand her her six pills. She'll swallow them for if she don't, they'll make sure she will. She'll turn around a wheelchair and she'll head for the TV. Where Leonard will fill her in today on all the murders and robberies. And she'll search for Gal and Peggy. Only friend she's made She'll remember girls in hospice now Taggy's long passed away She'll try to be alone. She'll cast her cares and she'll say her prayers to the walls and to the Lord. Travels will be back shortly. Take her to therapy. She'll dry her eyes. She'll fake a smile. Still wishing she could leave.
She'll wake up in the morning and she'll stare from her bed, disappointed that the Lord hasn't taken her home yet. And she'll dream of days gone by and she'll long for days to come when she'll be with those she's lost, when she'll be with those she's loved. Thank y'all. Thank y'all, Trisha. Thank you again, Dave. I used to listen to you when I was a little kid. He knows I'm BS. My wife doesn't understand sarcasm. I've been trying to teach her for almost 40 years now. I'm just kidding there, too. You know, Ray Wiley said one time, the problem is irony. People don't get it. That's a great line. This is off the Kiss of Sun City. This is a, my wife's favorite song. It's called It's About Love. Billy was a good boy, raised up in Tennessee. Wanted to be like Jesus in the service country. Shipped off to Afghanistan, one tour turned into five. He came back home to Tennessee, and that's where he took his life. It's about love. It's about love. It's about love. It's about love. always made the grade not evil words ever heard from her pretty little face but jenny held a secret only her daddy knows jenny died as a prostitute from a heroin overdose it's about love it's about love it's about love it's about love 
Big Jim is a congressman way up on Capitol Hill. More skeletons in his closet than Carter's got liver pills. Meanwhile, down in Mexico, Jose fights just to breathe. Big Jim does everything he can to make damn sure that he don't leave. That's not a political statement. That's what's called a humanitarian statement. It's about love. It's about love. It's about love. It's about love. Give it up for Charles Bryant, ladies and gentlemen. I said Charles Bryant, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Bonfire TX coming up October 5th. This man's got a full catalog of music, something new on the way. Go find it, Charles Bryant, or go see us out of Bonfire TX October the 5th. I'm Outlaw Dave. I try to bring the talent together so I can glom onto it and rise. Uh, our hosts. Each and every Saturday night is House of Blues. They have lots of great upcoming shows. You can check it out at houseofblues.com. And, of course, you're welcome to join us and be part of our live audience twice a month, bi-monthly. Follow us on Facebook, Outlaw Day Show, or Twitter, at Outlaw Day Show, to keep abreast of what's happening. If you lived here, you'd already be home. And good night.